They just spend the rest of the move, the whole movie, reminding you of what a dickhead this guy is by making yeah, him kill more, kill to... more people and kidnapping more children. This yeah. guy's a dickhead. Why are we watching a movie about this guy? I don't care about this guy. I want more people to rob him. This guy deserves to be robbed more. The fucking sentence and a half. This guy deserves to be robbed more. <laughs> Fucking mug him! Bro, if this guy was walking down the street, you know, I'd, 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 I'd walk past, I'd just get a whip of rapist, and I'd be like, I've got you, bro, and then just beat him up. That's it, I'd mug him there you and then. You just smell the rapist. I could smell the rapist like, on you. Is there a specific perfume that rapists use? Um, Old rapist. Old rapist. <laughs> but it's actually pronounced rapiste, because it's French. Yeah, it's, um, I, I think it's a Ted Baker one, I think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Ted Baker, we are still we are still looking for a, a sponsor for the show. If you if you are interested. Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Filming and Podcast. Where this week we're going to film you in, um, just audio style, because because we can't style because we can't see anything because we're no we blind. can't breathe we're asthmatic. That was better. Fuck. Yeah. God damn it. Okay. Rewind time. No, you can't steal my joke. You can't steal my joke. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Filming In podcast, where this week we're uh, we're gonna film you in um, asthmatic style because we can't breathe. Oh, we don't want to breathe. One no, of the two. Because we just don't breathe. Because we just don't breathe. Fuck, that was better again. Okay. Rewind time. Hello everyone, welcome to the Filming Podcast where this week we're going to film you in um, asthmatic style because we just don't breathe. There you go, I did it. Did it in one. Nailed don't it. Two. Nailed it in one. Oh, you fucker. Hell- <laughs> Rewind time. Okay. Um, as always, I'm your host, Zana Linguist, and the host of this fucking dumpster fire. And um, with me as always is my trusty sidekick, co-host. Sorry, I keep calling you sidekick. I'm really sorry. It's Mr. David I'm French. How you doing, David? Robin. How you doing, David? I am not Robin. I'm just going to say that again. I'm not Robin. But I'm doing good, despite the fact that you just stole my joke twice. I've edited that out. Just so you're aware. Yeah, no, you haven't. I definitely I'm, have. I'm going to say it randomly throughout, so that you have a shit ton of editing to do. And I know you have to edit tonight, so fuck you later on, Xander. God damn you. Um... This week was Electric di- Sex Pants. We had the decision this week. We had a very big decision. Two movies came out. Um, we had Free Guy and Don't Breathe 2. And we took the executive decision, looked at the trailers, and were like, okay, which one is gonna be the bad film? Because not both of them aren't gonna be good. One of them's gonna be good, one of them's gonna be bad. Um yeah. so we decided that Free Guy was gonna be bad, and so we do an episode on Don't Breathe. I'm just going to um, find out the Ron Tomato scores for both of these films just to see whether they're both bad according to critics. Uh, no, Free Guys got like 80% on Ron Tomatoes. Don't yeah, breathe. It's certified fresh. Don't Breathe 2 has 52. That's fair. Um, so we, so we, we were wrong. We may have made the wrong decision here. Yeah, because I, I literally messaged Xander we, yesterday, just like, how mad would you be if instead of going and seeing Don't Breathe 2 and watching it for the podcast that we're currently recording, I instead faked that I watched the movie and talked about it as if I'd seen it, and instead watched Free Guy, because that looks more fun. And you just said, well, I'd be a little annoyed. And I regret not doing that now, because I really want to see, like... 
weirdly hench fucking um, Ryan Reynolds and Jacksepticeye in a movie. Well, you'll have to wait until next week, I guess. We're not doing a review on it. Fuck that. It's past it now. Uh, but we're doing Don't Breathe. So enjoy that. But until we, before we get to that, um, David, you got some movie news, right? Indeed, I do. Indeed, I indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, so, let me scroll up to the bottom top of this page because that's what I do. Um, I read it off the page. I don't actually research this stuff. I literally type in movie news online so that so that you don't have to type in two words. Um, so, the Home Alone reboot has been confirmed for November. <laughs> Yeah, on Disney Plus. I saw this. It is titled Home Sweet Home Alone and the picture on this news page already looks horrendous. I I have no hope for this and I cannot wait for Xander to make me watch it. No. Oh, actually, now that you've said that, yeah, we'll do an episode on it at Christmas. Yeah, um... we're probably going to do an episode on it. We can do an episode <laughs> on the original Home Alone vs. The Reboot and see why this is shit. It makes sense that they're doing it. It makes sense it makes, because... It makes perfect sense, like, business-wise, because they're doing reboots for fucking everything. But really. you just know that or it's not going to be good. You just know that it's not going to be good. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, I don't care. Can we please move on already? <laughs> um, Venom 2 has been delayed yet another time. This is the fourth delay, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, so It's going to be released in October. I'm pretty sure, though... Correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm I'm gonna check now because I saw a tweet that said actually Venom Two is coming out is being delayed in America, but it's not being delayed in the UK. Uh, this could right be now, bullshit. Change price to stateside plans, but but you just know the ripples from the decision will hit the UK before too long. So currently, we are getting it at the same time, but with um like with the way that all these cinema releases are working recently um the uk likely isn't going to get anything too much early like we're not going to get it three weeks earlier yeah no it's um, that's way too long it's going to get I a delay but not as big a delay on imdb it just says october for every single country yeah it, it i reckon they're going to announce a delay and it's going to be either set like in it's going to be the same date as everywhere else or yeah. it's going to be a couple of days earlier in the uk because it's not as bad over here. It's still pretty fucking bad. But, yeah. um, you know, not not as bad as some places right now. Exactly, um, exactly. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we, we kind of saw this coming after the last trailer came out. Um, yeah. There has been no um, word... with this news. That there was... Um, there's, no, there's no current plans to delay Spider-Man Far From Home, apparently. Yeah. But, but apparently, we... during, during an investor's phone call... Bob Iger uh, referred to The Eternals as a 2022 Marvel film. There we go then. Maybe he misspoke, but it could mean that there's potential for The Eternals. I think they'll be looking at what Shang-Chi does um, in a couple of weeks when that comes out. Uh, Bob Iger referred to that as an experiment. Um, And then the the lead actor came out and tweeted out, saying, we're not an experiment. We're about to, like blow your fucking minds and shit like that um so shang chi is still coming out in a couple of weeks but depending on how that does then uh we'll i guess we'll see 
whether the Eternals comes out this year or not. Yeah, I reckon the I reckon the uh, they've the actor probably thought that they felt experiment in regards to the character in the film and everything like that. Whereas they mean experiment when it comes to release, um, because they've been doing they've done a couple um, of the no, it films. was it was to do with the release. It was something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and then the actor's taking it as like the character in the film itself. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. Oh. Um, let me read the tweet. Um, we are not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will pr- persevere after an embattled year. We are the surprise. And fired the fuck up to make history on September 3rd. Join us. He does mean box office. Fair enough. Um, along with this news of um, of Venom, not the, uh, the Shang-Chi stuff, um, to go back to the Venom news, they also mm. announced that... They are removing Hotel Transylvania for Transformania from a big screen schedule, most likely. Oh, and shit. Um, most likely moving it to a streaming platform. And everybody's thinking Netflix, given the deal between the two companies uh, very recently. Yeah. And the supposed deal when it comes to uh, like possible games on the service, as there was a leak showing the um, PlayStation exclusive Ghost of Shima's box art um, in the files for the Netflix apps. Wow. Which is quite interesting. Uh, so yeah, you might be able to play some Sony exclusives on like through Netflix soon. In other news, in other completely different news, um, the Marvels has started um, shooting. Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson mark start of the shooting for the Marvels. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, I saw this. Um, there's not really much to go off of that. Like we just know that it's starting filming now. So yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm there. Likely for this. not going to get delayed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's Marvel, so we'll probably do a podcast yeah. on it. <laughs> we'll definitely do a podcast on it because we can Oh, yeah, of course. of course. Yeah, of course. We literally have... We've done every other Marvel movie, but there's no reason we're going to miss another one. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one, which I kind of love... Um, <laughs> Idris Elba to vo- is to voice Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. He announced it through his own Twitter. And he did. one, I lo- I love this for a couple reasons. One, because it just shows that Idris Elba is already getting more work, which he's a fucking incredible actor and he deserves more work. Like he kind of got screwed over with being in the MCU as just being Heimdall and having like twenty lines max throughout the entire series. Yeah, and then he was in Hobbs and Shaw, which let's face it. That's not the biggest blockbuster movie to get yourself into to get your name out there. It's just being the villain of a shitty fucking Fast and Furious movie. Mm. That is no longer going to be getting a sequel because The Rock has completely left the series. So it's just completely useless at this point. But then to get something like just a rat out of nowhere, just an animated character in the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel... Like, that's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I kind of love that he's Knuckles. He, he he suits the character the way that he's at, like, with his voice and everything like that. I could imagine, um, like, Knuckles screaming like he does in Suicide Squad. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm um, down for it. Um, yeah. I mean, it, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I think, is going to be actually kind of good. Yeah, because the first one was pretty good. It was surprisingly so, good. It was, so, yeah. So And it made a lot of money, so... Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the second one. Um, I'm I'm very down for it because I really enjoyed it. I loved all the little Easter eggs. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very down for that. Yeah. Um, a couple extra little bits. Uh, there's a decent amount of news this week. Um, Clancy Brown has joined uh, John Wick Chapter 4, which is pretty cool. Um, I Yes, I, I yes, I saw this. Yeah. Like, they just keep on... They keep on stacking this cast up more and more. Like, I know you keep on talking about, like, the Knives Out 2 cast and how stacked that is. This is a fucking stacked cast, too. John Wick Chapter 4 is getting some brilliant people in. And I can't so. wait for that movie. I, like, literally cannot wait for another one. Um, Is there any more news? Um, other than the latest... um. What's it called? The latest Nicolas Cage trailer um, for his newest movie, um, Prisons of the Ghostland. Looks pretty fucking good. He's come out and said that this is the wildest movie he's ever done, I believe. Um, I, I think that's like... I'm pretty sure he's actually quoted saying that. It, yeah, he's quoted in the trailer saying that. Yeah. So, and if Nick Cage himself is saying that, he's done some pretty fucking mental movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just look look at his, like, videography. You'll see, like, Face Off, a film where they swap John Travolta and Nicolas Cage's faces. Yeah, the man's done some weird tricks. You'll see Mandy. And you'll see a film where he talks about green tit milk. Yeah, he's done some I weird films. I'm a... But, um... Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm always looking forward to a new weird Nicolas Cage film. He's kind of found his niche, which is like it's found his niche of get any any role he can, which has been his niche for fucking years. No, it's been the like man is still bankrupt. No, recently he's kind of found like these obscure horror films, horror True. action films, and I'm like, yeah, I'm down for this. He is fi- he is finding that niche quite well. It's just like just go in the most obscure movie you can that nobody's gonna hear of until they hear your name. Yeah, like nobody would have watched um, like Willy's Wonderland if if it wasn't for Nicolas Cage. No, no, no. Sorry, no one did watch Willy's Wonderland. The people who did watch Willy's Wonderland only watched it for Nicolas Cage or the fact that they heard, "Oh, it's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie." Yeah, but Nicolas Cage is the janitor. Yeah. Right. Can we, can we? Are we done? Yeah, that's all's done, I think. Fantastic. Right. Gosh. So, as mentioned earlier, Don't Breathe 2 came out in the cinemas this week. But to really understand Don't Breathe, we must first look back at Don't Breathe 1. Which is titled just Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Yeah, you mustn't breathe. So now we can't breathe for the rest of this movie. Like, the rest of this podcast, even. <gasps> I'm not doing that. You do whatever the hell you want, Zander. This is dedication, but folks. I'm fucking right. Um, are, are, are you done? Can we please move on? I'm waiting on you, honey. Anyways, so Don't Breathe Game I in 2016 is American. Oh, fucking hell, I actually can't do that. There I we go. Horrible, Thank you. I have horrible, like, lungs. I, I smoked lasted, for a last, few years. You lasted about... Asthma. You lasted about 30 seconds. That is clearly not fucking 30 seconds. And to be fair, you know, 
you can hold your breath for 30 seconds. You can have sex for 30 seconds. It's not bad, mate. It's not what a bad you know? number. <laughs> Sandy, you were asleep when we did that. I mean, what? Right. We're moving on. Right. <laughs> Don't Breathe came out in 2016. It's actually a good movie. Who'd have thunk it? It's got 88% of Rotten Tomatoes with a 78% audience score. Because it's a good movie. It's a cool home invasion movie with a fun twist that the guy who they're robbing, that, that so we follow the people who are breaking in, and they find out they find out that the guy who they who they're trying to rob is blind, and then he kind of switches it up. So it's like he's chasing them now. It's good. You you explain that insanely horribly. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly like talk about that again just so that you have a better version for the edit of like a you know summary of this movie. Okay. Okay, so Don't Breathe came out in 2016. It follows a group of teenagers breaking into an old man's house who turns out to be an ex Navy SEAL, but they find out they soon find out that he's blind. But the fact that he's blind and the fact that he's an ex seal somehow means that he has insanely fucking good hearing and is insanely fucking good at fighting. The man is so, dead. Um, basically, yeah. This is, this is old, a, old... With a bit of a weirder... Yeah, old, old, old man rapey daredevil. Ruin the twist. <laughs> Yo, the movie's five years old. If you haven't seen it, you just didn't want to. True. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the basic since Xander's gone full in with the twist already. Full, the twist full, is that he's got some. Full, he's got somebody s- trapped in his fucking basement. Yeah. Full spoilers for the first movie. Obviously, it's been out five years. If you don't want to, if you haven't seen it yeah. yet, you just didn't want to watch it. We will let you know he's when we talk got, about. We will let you know when we talk about spoilers for the second one. Where we'll li- give you a spoiler yeah. alert. He's literally got someone trapped in his basement that he is pumping full of his seed. I will say. And with a is with a turkey baster, with a turkey baster, literally with a turkey baster. So he never, he never does any. He never like, he never. I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say. Never mind. He's a fu- he's fucked. He's extremely fucked. But he's played. He's played by Stephen Lang, and Stephen Lang does an incredible job of being this menacing, fucked up dude who you do not want to like mess around with yeah this this like you really don't want to fuck with this guy th- this character feels like blind mike myers michael myers sorry not I... mike myers um, <laughs> not mike not fat bastard from not yeah not not austin, austin powers. powers um but my yeah he feels like a blind michael myers because he just comes after you and no matter how you stop him yeah. he's still gonna get back up and carry on coming for you so it's it's, yeah it's really good to have like an invincible villain like that in a horror movie and to have him impaired as well, and for him to still be that scary, it's really great. Um, I remember the reason I actually watched the first one was weirdly enough because of the um, the fucking Uncharted live action fan film, um, because he plays Sully in that. And I was like, oh, this this guy's good. I'm gonna see what else he's in. And then I watched Don't Breathe. I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, a bit different. Uh, a bit but- different. It's weirdly enough we've um, we've actually like worked talked about um, some of the works of the director before. We talked about the uh, the Evil Dead reboot from twenty thirteen. Um, yeah, Freddy Fe- Alvarez Fede directed Alvarez. the first one. Yeah, um, Freddy Alvarez. A fucking good job of this one. Yeah, who'd have thunk it? Made a good yeah, movie. It's pretty fucking great. Um, I think 
So when I when I um when I, I I've never watched it when I've looked at the time. That that's a weird thing to say, but hear me out here. So I always thought that this movie was like an hour fifty, or like or or I always just thought it felt really long. Yeah, and then it got to the bit when um they they find the woman in the basement. And I thought, I, sw- I could have sworn that that was like 20 minutes into the film. But actually, that's like exactly halfway through. And the movie's like an hour 25. Or an hour yeah. 28. So at like the 50 minute mark, it they find her. And I was like, oh my god, this is like... We're like deep in this movie now. Yeah. And then it carries on from there. And I genuinely was like, oh my god, the pacing of this thing. Like the first 50 minutes flies by yeah it flies by so quickly and my problem with this movie is that then the last 20 minutes really drags yeah the last 20 minutes really does drag of the of the first don't breathe especially like yeah it's really good don't get me wrong but i think also the reason it feels a bit like it feels longer than it already is as well it also is very very intense and it has very long and drawn out scenes it does it does so i feel like that also help like doesn't help with the um like with how the pacing feels like yeah because like, like it feels slower because like at the end once they once they like they they, they they handcuff him to his little like den where he was hiding this girl and they f- defeat yeah. him there and then they go upstairs and it's like right okay the movie's ended the movie's ending here and then he comes and then he, he gets back up he shoots the guy and the girl runs and then we've got the whole chase scene with the dog and then and then he captures her again and then he drags her back and then she fights him again and then she escapes yeah. again it's like listen they this kind feels of threw a bit... most of the action into one section like yeah. i feel like they got most of the way through the films like oh shit we haven't had like them fighting to get out yet yeah and fuck it from in here yeah like it just so it, ju- it just feels a little long in that sense like it just like it just keeps going You're like oh okay, yeah. okay and not in like a way like oh my god it's like but certain things just feel a bit like just dumb decisions you know but yeah it's it's definitely like it feels like the first half of the script was the final draft and then the last like 30 pages were oh we we need to shoot this film soon so let's just write something quick yeah, and it feels kind of like a first of like second or third draft that they didn't fully flesh out at the end of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but I think I I really like Jane Levy in this. She's also the main main part in Evil Dead. Yeah, she was really good in this, and you can tell that um, her and Fede Alvarez like work well together as like yeah, definitely. director and actor. Yeah, like definitely. they they really do work well together, and in this she fucking shines. Yeah, she does. Like, she does. Ev- everybody in this movie pretty much shines. It's like specifically her and um, Stephen Lang though. They they are the the top people in this. Yeah, and makes a lot of sense. Obviously, considering it is you know they are the main characters in the film, but fucking hell, it is it is some good shit. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, there's honestly not much to say about this because it's just a good movie. See, that's that's why 
we, we, we always find it hard when we're doing the podcast. It, we find it so much easier to rag on a bad movie because it's more to say and it's funnier because we could just say, oh, this is shit in it. Whereas when we get oh, an actual... We do free guys under. When we, when we just get like an actual, a solid movie that's actually good, it's kind of like, what do you say about it? It's just good, isn't it? We never, if it's like so good that we can't stop talking about it, it's a good podcast because then we just end up sucking the director's dick the entire time. Yeah, but this movie is just well, like this one. It's just good. It's, it's solid. nothing spectacular. It, yeah, it's solid. It's just solid. Like for me, I'd give it like a seven point five. It's a very yeah, solid. That, movie. That's fair. That I've watched multiple times, and I, and when I watch it, I'm still like, it's a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, solid. Good yeah. movie. Um, your, your viewing of it doesn't change each time you watch it, which you, I would have thought would have. Yeah. Like, when I first watched it, I thought, oh my god, this could be so good the second time I watch it, when I, like, once I know what's going on with this guy, like, his secret, but it doesn't really impact the opening to the film, which is kind of a shame, because sometimes, like, you can kind of hint towards stuff, and it, you kind of get an idea that this guy's, this guy's a bit more fucked up than we think, but you yeah. don't fully get that when you rewatch this like it it just kind of happens it's like oh shit and you can't really have that oh shit moment more than like once or twice yeah and that's where the movie does kind of fault like a, a good twist should always be a good twist no matter how many times you watch it you should always be like, oh, fuck yeah, that's a great twist. And yeah, like... Um, once, you, once you've rewatched it a couple of times, it's like, eh. Yeah. It doesn't really affect me that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel that. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's just a really, really solid movie that there's just not much to say about. Until, like, yeah. obviously, grossest scene, maybe in, in a horror movie I've seen... Is when he microwaves his own jizz. That's yeah. not fun. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking disturbing. Yeah. Um, but more in just a I kinda want a puke way, not in a oh god, this is really, really fucked up. It's just this makes me feel a bit sick. It's when you see like the loose pubes in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, not fun. Not fun. Uh, I'm never gonna look at a t- turkey based in the same way. Um not after this movie now. No. No. Um, honestly, I'm done talking about this. It's just a solid movie. Like yeah. I said, 7.5 out of 10. What would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'd give it a, a solid 7. Solid 7. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we like this movie. Um, and we're assuming if you listened to this, you've probably already seen it. Um, because it's a good movie. So do. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Now, for the moment we've all been waiting for. Don't breathe too. Don't breathe too. We're gonna go non-spoilers first, and then we'll 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 let you know with the spoiler alert later on when we're ready to talk about spoilers. Um, but first impressions. I don't actually know what you thought about this. We we were gonna talk about it, but um, when I went to see it, there were still no reviews out for it, so I went in completely blind. Um, so. I kind of wanted you to do the same. Um, what What did you think of the sequel? I, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It It wasn't as good as the first one. Um, personally, it it had some really it had some really good action. Um, had some kind of stupid like decisions here and there from some of the characters. I'll I'll talk about that later. It's nothing like against the movie. It's more just 
why would you do this rather than this instead? Um, yeah. And yeah, like like I said, solid action. Had a decent story. Uh, it didn't do what I was expecting the sequel to do. Considering like the way that it's set, like it's teased at the end of the first movie. It yeah. doesn't do the same as what you're hoping and what you're expecting to see. And yeah. that is that is a downfall for the movie. That does kind of like it doesn't lower the quality, but it just it's a little disappointing that we didn't get to see that happen and what could have happened there. Uh but yeah, overall it was a it was a fun time. I honestly I feel like I probably would have preferred to watch Free Guy because yeah, I feel like that would have been a really fun movie to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm, see GT Online the movie. Yeah, I'm going to see it tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, so. I, I'll probably go and see it at some point, or I'll rent it when it comes out for rental. Yeah, because um, I do want to see that movie. It looks like a hell of a lot of fun. But um, yeah, so I didn't like it. Oh, I didn't think it was terrible. But I didn't. I I would not say this is great in by any stretch. I I'm not even sure I'd say it's good. Um, I'd say it's decent, but not. It's fine. I, I wouldn't say it's a good movie. I'd say that it was an enjoyable it's, film, and if you if you've had a couple of drinks, you can enjoy it more. Um, I find problems with it, just in conceptually alone. So in this one, we've got we've got the blind guy, and he. He has he has a daughter, and yep. then one night these thugs break into the house and they try and kidnap her. And so, effectively, making this guy the protagonist of this movie because then he has to go and get a bag. It's a very classic revenge tale. Yeah, um, but it's also kind of making him the hero of the story. Yeah, that's, um, where I'm, the, that's where the movie falters first. I'm I'm I kind of find it difficult to fight, take this guy serious as a hero. When I've seen him guzzle his own cum. Yeah. Also, um, when I've seen him, you know, do horrific things in the last one. Not just guzzling his own cum, because, you know, like, I could still see a guy as a good person for doing that. It's just the fact that he he literally fucking turkey-basted it into somebody. And tried to do it to someone else, and then got the turkey base to yeah. put in him. So yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't think I can root for this character. Yeah, like it's hard to take this character seriously in the fact that, like, because we've seen him do such horrific things and, like, seen his character development in the last film. I feel like this was the wrong decision to make him the hero of the story. Which yeah. It he's not fully the hero of the story. Don't get me wrong. He's he's not completely, but he's not the he's not the villain in this one, and he really should have been. But yeah, like it is hard to take him seriously as as a, as a hero because he's done such horrible things. And like, I think it was it was very gory. The action was it was very violent. Yeah, the the action is what I enjoyed the most in this film because it it had a lot of like impact to it. You you could every punch felt like sounded great, and you could see like them taking the hit so it's not just the usual like you know fight scene in action films where they just don't take a hit and they don't go down like everybody took a fucking hit in this film and but they, like they felt it and that was good that's I what think, i enjoyed i think that's kind of the issue with like 
So, so in the last one, he was like this unstoppable force. Yeah. Like on Mike Myers. And then if, so, so if you watch Halloween, you watch Mike Myers kill these babysitters. And then in the next film, you follow Mike Myers as his daughter gets kidnapped. And you're like, oh God, I hope Mike Myers does this. It's like, it's kind of hard to, cause, and also he's gone from, because you've got to make him as a hero. He's got to take hits along the way. You can't just have an indestructible hero, because like you the, had this indestructible villain in the last one. I mean, you eight, get, you, it's been eight years. You can you so. can have you can have an indestructible villain. Like they do. That's a horror staple. Like they just keep coming and coming and coming. That's what's so scary about them. But you yeah. can't have an invincible hero because then suddenly you've got like it doesn't. You, you've got you a have, boring hero. You have no stakes in the in the movie. So they've nerfed him. By making him take lots of hits in this movie and getting beaten up a lot, which yeah, and is not the same. It's not the same. It doesn't feel like the same character that we had in the last one. No, like like you said in that last one, he was this like really, really like tormenting presence. Like he was terrifying whenever he was there. Yeah. Um, I think. I, I said this too. I, I went to watch this with one of my flatmates, my housemates. Um, and, and I said to him on the way out, I said, that felt like they had the script for a just a generic action revenge film. And they would just like add a blind guy in it. Yeah. Because we need to make a sequel to this movie. We've got an IP and maybe it'll make more money this way. That's the only, that's genuinely the only thing I can think of. Because it's got, it's so different from the first film. It's such a, t- a takeaway from the first film. A deviation from the first film. It's a completely different genre. The first one is a straight-up horror film, and this one is... This is an action thriller. It's an action revenge film. There's no... Yeah. There's nothing scary about this movie. There's, like... They try and throw in jump scares here and there, but that's about it. And the jump scares don't even work. No, they don't. I wasn't Consider scared that- during this. Yeah, like I, I was gonna wait to see if you uh, mentioned the jump scares, like because jump scares, don't, like never really work on me, but I know that sometimes they do work on you if they're done well enough. Yeah, no, but, not, none of I these mean, really got me. Yeah, because I think to be fair, any of the jump scares that I saw, I saw in the trailer. The trailer showed a lot. Yeah, the this trailer did show quite a fucking bit. It also showed a decent amount of the story of this as well. Yeah, which I was once again. It's not what I was expecting of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm ready to go into spoilers. There's not much else I want to say outside the spoiler section. Yeah, not really. Like, um, if, the, if the main things that I want to talk about are all, you know, spoiler spoilery. Um, um, what what would you give this out of ten? Where are we going? Uh, probably like a, a six, maybe a five. I was leaning. See, you've said five. You've said six, maybe five, and you liked it. I'm maybe I must I I said five, but I'm thinking maybe four point five. You know what? I'm gonna stick with five. Five. Fair enough. I'm going with a five because I did enjoy bits of this. Um. Right. Okay. So we're gonna hop into the spoiler section now. If you have not seen this movie, that standard fucking shit. If you haven't seen this movie, don't listen to this. And if you don't care, you can listen to this. But if you have seen this movie, then uh, carry on listening. I'll leave time codes in the description so you can skip to the end and listen to the recommendations. And here's the spoiler section. I don't, I don't want no- 
spoilers. Spoilers. Wow. Here we are in the spoiler section. Wow. What a time to be alive. Yeah, I can't breathe again. Go on, do it. <gasps> this is great podcasting. We are doing a podcast on Don't Breathe. It's only to be expected. Yep. So are you. Gonna, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm gonna. Run up, brother. Do you reckon this is good content? Oh, baby. Oh, it's not worth it. So good. See, I can't hold my breath for very long, but I can hold a note for fucking ages. Go on, do it. No, this, my throat, my throat's messed up. My, my throat's this messed up. Prime, prime content, Thunder. The okay. Amazon Prime content. Amazon Prime, if you want to get something, no other time. But my heartbeat pump. Okay, sorry. Um. Yeah, boy. No, I fumbled, I fumbled, I fumbled. I didn't take a big enough breath, and my throat's fucked. I was trying to attempt the longest yeah boy. Are you doing it now? Am I fucked doing that? Right, okay. Um, so, this movie ends the exact same way that Logan does. <laughs> yeah, it actually fucking does. One thing I do want to say about the ending, though. Um, one thing I actually really liked during, like, primarily for the editing of the ending, um, the lack of music during his final moments was really good. Like, that that sold the uh, the emotional impact of the scene, and I feel like, I feel like films need to do that every now and then a bit more often. Because, like, when he, like, when his hand falls onto the concrete, you hear his hand slap onto the concrete, and it's just... It's devoid of any other sound, so it seems a bit more personal. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like for this character, it's not a good fit. Yeah, no, not at all. The man is a rapist. The man is a rapist murderer. Yeah, you, don't, yeah, you shouldn't be giving this guy a nice send-off. No. And it, they gave him a nice send-off. And the send-off is good. Like, the way that they did it, the way they edited it, the way they filmed it is really nice. It's just, and it, it's the wrong character to do it for. And, like, there, there is a way to do this. Like, so in Terminator, the first Terminator film, Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is relentless. He is your Michael Myers. He comes at you. He's unstoppable until the very end when they finally kill him. That, it's yeah. great. And then in the sequel, he comes back and he's suddenly a good guy. And you believe it. Because all the way through, you spend the time characterizing him as a goodie. So you yep. spend the whole movie. Whereas this one, 
they don't spend the whole movie characterizing him as a good guy. They just spend the rest of the movie, the whole movie, reminding you of what a dickhead this guy is by making yeah, him uh, kill more, kill to... more people and kidnapping more children. Yeah, and, and holding basically, basically holding them emotionally hostage in their in their own house. Like this yeah. guy's a dickhead. Why are we watching a movie about this guy? I don't care about this guy. I want more people to rob him. This guy deserves to be robbed more. <laughs> Prick. The fucking sentence and a half. This guy deserves to be robbed more. <laughs> fucking mug him! <laughs> Bro, if this guy was walking down the street, you know, I'd, 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 I'd walk past, I'd just get a whip of rapist, and I'd be like... I've got you, bro. And then just beat him up. That's it. Bug him there you and then. You can just smell the rapist. I could smell the rapist like, on you. Is there a specific perfume that rapists use? Um, Oda rapist. Oda rapist. <laughs> but it's actually pronounced rapiste because it's French. Yeah, it's... um. I, I think it's a Ted Baker one, I think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's, te- got te- Johnny, te- it's got Johnny Depp on the. By the, by the way, Ted Baker, we are still we are still looking for a, a sponsor for the show. If you if you are interested, Johnny please. Depp, if you want to come on the show, please come, No, Johnny Depp's not allowed on here. I don't like Johnny Depp. He's fucking allowed. No, I like Johnny Depp. We'll just do a podcast without you, with Blackjack Jack and hookers. hookers. Bro, you've got me saying that so often. Good, it's fucking great. It's the best quote ever. Um. Yeah, this guy's a prick, and it, and they try and redeem him by the end by by making him self-aware by him sitting there and being like, "You don't want to come near me. I'm a I'm a murderer. I've raped. It's like yes, we know. Yeah, we fucking saw. Yeah, we we've seen it in the last movie, bro. You're a bad bloke. Like they also have like the the one bit that I really hated was the uh, moment like early on in the film when um I don't even know her fucking name she just gets killed off out of nowhere oh the um um Hernandez yeah Hernandez, yeah I'm gonna go with like when she just says you're a bad person you've done horrible things or at least you think you have just like no he fucking has love he actually has he literally like forced pregnancy onto somebody like so. In that, in this movie that this was clearly meant to be, that's clearly a guy who's been like, think it, it's probably the exact same script. And this guy, in this other movie that's not about that's not not a Don't Breed sequel, it probably has just um, he's probably said that same speech at the end, like yeah, I've, I've murdered, I've raped, and like yeah. you know I'm a bad so person. Just like, oh shit. Like, yes, yeah, so we you... shouldn't have been rooting for this person the whole time, and that would have been really interesting. I was like, "Oh shit, he maybe he's not the hero." Yeah, and I feel like if you were to see this without seeing the first Don't Breathe, I feel like it's made better, especially that ending bit. Like you're not like you've got this like hidden past, you've got this really mysterious shit going on, and then this guy revealing what he's doing. It's just like, oh shit, he's he's not a good person maybe th- this is why she's been hiding but then yeah she gets taken again and nearly has her heart fucking harvested okay okay so the whole the whole plot revolves around the people that are coming to t- kidnap the girl are he her actual her, her actual dad comes to get her because it turns out 
she escaped a house fire where her dad and mum had a meth lab and then they, it, blew, it blew up the house and then Stephen Lang came, across, came along and stole the kid, raised her as his own and then um, this guy then gets out of prison eight years later, comes to, comes to get her and save her from him and then takes her back takes her back to his crack den where his his wife is who's who's now a full-on heisenberg meth cook yeah with a full lag with with a full lab and a real life organ organ harvester who's been like escaped from prison and shit which i was like when when it popped up earlier on, when when it popped up on the news, like, oh, this this man who steals people's organs is out on the loose. I was like, what's this got to do with the rest of the movie? Like, I was immediately like, so those are the guys that are coming after him. Yeah, they're trying to steal the organs yeah. of the little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why the fuck are they stealing the organs of the little girl? <laughs> like, I knew so that, that's what they were going to do. I just didn't know why they were going to do it. So then, uh, when when we introduced to the mum as well, it's so fucking obvious that she's evil immediately because her first scene is almost entirely drenched in shadow yeah <laughs> like she, she's just like singing creepily yeah she gets like the full-on villain reveal soothingly. She, she's she, not singing like a mother she fucking wheels out of the shadows and is like i'm your mother i thought i genuinely thought at first it was helena bottom carter but that's <laughs> the same as well. That's a different thing. I literally thought, like, all I could think of was Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> the whole time, just thinking of Mrs. Lovett. Um, yeah, that that, and also, they try and make you feel like, oh my god, she's finally found her family. You know, it's great. And that would have been. You know, these people are dickheads because we've already heard organ harvesters earlier on in the film. Yeah. And they tease, oh, they've got the organ harvesting thing, and then smaller was just like, yeah, but we still know these guys are actually going to be the organ harvesters. And also the fact. I can tell you right now, they're going to be the organ harvesters. And also the fact that, like, we we know this guy, that the dad, is a bad bloke because he's like, he's just killed that the the woman in the car earlier yeah. on and he's like okay if you wanted us to believe that this guy because because there is a way to do this movie where you believe that this guy's a good guy and you believe in him until the twist turns out later and then when the when the blind guy gets back up you're like oh my god you've got to go and help her whereas because like the movie's trying to make you think like that that this is the best place for it it's like no one's good in this movie no one's good yeah. No, the only person that I think deserved to survive this movie is the little girl, or the woman in the car, Hernandez. Yeah, she was all right. She was all right. She was all. Right. No, she didn't do anything wrong. She wasn't a bad person. She was helping Stephen Lang, but she didn't know about his past. Still, that's about it. She was just like you know. She should. She should have smelt out on a drive. She should have smelt the odor rapist on him. <laughs> why is that a thing why do i feel like that's gonna be added into the fucking like poster no Just it's a, not, it's not, a it's tiny not. bottle of the rapist no 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 it's not it's not it's not the poster film- <laughs> no, the poster looks <laughs> sick film- and fragrance the, f- the the poster does look sick this week um tiny bit cursed but pretty yeah good. it's good it's good it's good um yeah, because and there there is a way to do this movie where like the whole time you just you see this guy as a really good guy, and he's not. But at, at one point, the one of the other henchmen tried to drown the little girl. Yeah, and tried to like electrocute her, and he's like, "Bro, are you tr- are you trying to save this girl? What are you doing? Like fucking hell!" 
Um, but yeah, like it's it's sort of there's a lot it, of mixed messages. A mess. It's a mess. The movie's it, a it's mess. A bit of a mess. Um, like, I've, okay, the way that I feel like this movie should be fixed is instead of focusing on Stephen Lang's character, focus on let me find out on Duke uh, Rossi Williams' character. Focus on the, basically the dad. Right. Focus on him for a bit. Uh, oh wait, no, Duke is a. It's Raylan who's the dad. Focus on Raylan for a bit. Yeah, and focus on him like finding out about this guy, and like tracking him down, and then going to the house. Do the scene as it goes from there. Don't show them killing the dog. Don't show them killing the woman. Just yeah. have the scene play out as it does from there. And then, and then, you, and, and then, and then you can bit sh- where he says like, you know, the dog's dead, blah blah blah, because clearly like somebody like changed that up to have somebody go look for the dog, and they can't find him. Then no, and then down the house, and then, and then you can have it later on as a reveal, like yeah, I had to kill that woman. Yeah, and that breaks it's your heart like, more. And the thing is, he can literally like go in there and scream, "You killed Hernandez." And then it can cut to that scene, like, really quickly of just quick cuts of them meeting, then her getting back in the car, then her dying. Yeah, there is... There is and it can just say, yes, I did. There is a better way to do this movie. We, we're, we're trying to fix this movie because this movie's a, a I mess. Think, I reckon if we got our hands on this movie, we could do a re-edit that kind of fixes this movie. I think so. I, think I, we like, what, I think we'd, one, have to trim off, like, We'd probably have to trim off like 10, 15 minutes here and there. Yeah. We could like focus on extra bullets, but we'd also have to reshoot some stuff, which obviously we don't have the access to that, but still. We could do storyboards instead. We could. But um, like literally, like there's so many different ways that this movie could have been so much better. And we could have actually started to like kind of not forgive the main character, but, but root see for him, him as on a redemption. Yeah. Like see him going on a redemption arc. Yeah, he could have. It's like he's a bad person, but at least he's trying to save this little girl. Trying who to do he good. Has up, and yeah. they are clearly not the people for her. And he he weirdly kind of is, but not in the full way. And then have him die, and just like, oh shit, that's that's really sad. The little girl, no, like, but now the little girl can go to the shelter. So no matter what, everybody kind of wins here. We. He has his redemption arc and fully redeems herself by finally dying. She gets to go to somewhere where it's way better for her and the meth heads are all dead. Yeah. Like there's so there's so much that you can do with this movie that could have made it so much better, but and also can I just say there's some stupid decisions. Uh, I want I really want to touch on this now. It's go been on. doing my head in ever since I saw it. Go for it's it. the bit when um so it's in the in the garage at uh, the old guy's house. And he super glues that guy's mouth shut. Yes! Right. His nose shut. It's like, that's a fucking cool way to kill someone. But then he stabs him through the cheek. It's like, breathe. No, just cut. He's opened his mouth. He's clearly ripped open a bit of the super glue. Slightly cut open the super glue. You don't have to mutilate your friend. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought. And that, that gives way. That pays way for one of the worst lines in this movie. It made me openly laugh in the cinema. Um, when when he when the guy the guy sees a poster, he says, "Oh my god, he's a Navy Seal," and the guy with a hole in his cheek says, "He's a fucking dead seal." <laughs> that made me fucking piss. So that stupid. was so funny. That character has some of the worst bits. Like he is not a good. Like you don't want him to live because there's nothing good about him. I think his name is Jim Bob. Yeah, he he gets he gets messed up in this he movie because he, he also he also gets beaten to death with a spade. So 
He gets beaten to death with a spade. He gets stabbed in the foot in the like foot with a um, pitchfork, and he also gets stabbed in the neck with like a a garden tool thing. There's a lot of garden tools going inside this man. I'm just saying. And he get yeah, and he gets stabbed in the cheek as well to breathe. Yeah, exactly. and he gets his like, lips oh, no, super that, glued. That's and then he cuts open his own mouth. Like you can open your mouth. You don't have to start bleeding. You don't have to cut your lips. You could just cut off the super glue, or slightly cut it out of your nose as well, dude. Yeah, makes absolutely no sense. Like that was the stupidest decision I've ever seen. It was so funny to me. I was just like, "Why the fuck are you doing that?" Oh, bro. Yeah, that's um. This this sequel is honestly really disappointing, and yeah, because the, so the way that the last movie ends is um. He gets on a plane and then she, like, she survives. The main girl survives and gets on a plane to go after him because, like, she finds out that he survived. And I was really hoping no, to find. No, no, she, um, no, she, um, she doesn't go to get him. She goes to, uh, she, she's flying to California. She's taking her well, little she going sister. After him? She's little, taking her little sister away. Well, yeah, but it was teasing that she was going to go after him, wasn't it? No, it was teasing that she's just running away. He just oh, teased right. that I he's teasing that she was no. I just teased him. that he's still alive. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be oh, she's going to hunt him down now. No, for no. what he's done. I reckon that should have been it. Oh yeah, definitely. They should have, they should have brought her back because she was fantastic, and the fact that she wasn't in this film was really like Jane Levy or Jane Levi. Like yeah, the fact that she wasn't in it is really disappointing. Yeah. Because she was incredible and would have been perfect in a sequel for this. Um, there was a good one shot. That was a really good one shot. I will give the film that. When it comes to like videography and um, like direction, direction, this film is fantastic. It's got some beautiful shots, and that one shot is really fun because it plays with like. It's Hide. the little girl hiding around the house, and yeah. she does it really well. She's clearly learned from her survival skills from Stephen Lang's character, and do, playing with that so much was really good because every single moment that they nearly found her, it was intense. And yeah. I don't mean they were looking in a tent. Um, oh, good like God. it was. <laughs> I don't know. I had to. Um, I, it was really, really, really suspenseful. And the music accompanying that scene as well really helped it. Like the 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 positives to this film are direction, the action scenes are fun. Like I I honestly had a had a had a good time watching the action scenes. Every single yeah, time that the characters were fighting, I was enjoying myself. Yeah, it's just ultra violent, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, like for for the us especially, the story is not great. Yeah, no. But um, there, the there is the sequence of events, especially. There is enjoyment to be had. But and not. there's a good movie in here. There is somewhere deep down. There's a there's a good movie in all of this. It just needs to be re-edited and added a different like focus on the character for the first half. Different character focus and a bit of re-edited. This movie could be fucking fantastic. Honestly, it could be nearly as good as the first one. Nearly, I reckon. But yeah. sadly, that's not the case. And let's face it, we were kind of expecting that when it came out as a Don't Breathe 2 is coming out. And then they just suddenly released a trailer and just said, yeah, it's released next month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Like, I, I understand that that's kind of how some films are kind of being released lately anyway. 
um with the fact like with the pandemic and everything like you kind of had to sit on a film until you can finally release it but for a film like this that sony like they profited off the first one that first one was made for like no money Ten, it, it, it was like cost, a, a it cost, $8 budget it cost 10 million yeah like that that movie was made for nothing yeah and it made a decent amount in the box office, so clearly enough to warrant a sequel. And this movie was only made for 15 mil. That's not a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. Like, for, for making a film, that is not a lot of money with, like, this kind of production value. Because there's a lot of production value here as well. Yeah. Like, you've got, like, a big-named actor with Stephen Lang. you got some big directors. Uh, you got Freddie Freddy Alvarez, who's, like, really up and coming now. And you've also got Sam Raimi still producing. But then again, Sam Raimi is just going to like produce whatever horror films he finds interesting at this point he, he has that power and i respect the fuck out of him for it um so yeah overall we didn't like it so maybe don't go and watch this maybe go watch free guys so. then yeah. yeah exactly like we should have done well, like we should have Xander. Done. listen we decided what? on this together we made well, you're the one who just, you, you literally said, do you really watch for I was like, yeah, I'm kind of. I was like, you were just like, eh, I don't really want to. Let's watch some, let's see if there's something else coming out. And I was like, don't breathe two is coming out. That's the only other interesting film coming out. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do that instead. So we could have watched a fun movie, Xander. Bro, I blame you. If you'd have been more confident, we'd have been talking about Free Guy right now. I blame you. You blame me. I blame me. I still blame you. Um, sick. Right. Hello, spoiler, non-spoiler people. We're back. Uh, um, hey David, are you ready to do a bloody recommendation? Are you ready to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book? If you're a nerd. Uh, sure. Why not? Amazing. I have actually got recommendations. I've got two recommendations, and none of them are movies. So fuck you, Xander. I know this is a film podcast, but still. Right. Um, one of them is kind of actually going back to an episode that we did. I think it was last week or the week before. Um, one day I I I was just on the toilet and I heard my mum scream to me, "You've got a package." Um, I was very confused why she said it like that because it was just a parcel coming through the door. Um, and I went downstairs. It was an Amazon parcel. I open it up. And it's the novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yes. And I was just like, I didn't order this, did I? So I checked my orders on Amazon, and I didn't, thankfully. Um, I didn't accidentally spend money, because I have done that before. <laughs> and then I messaged Xander, because I remember me and Xander were talking about it. And I was like, was this you? And he just sent me a gif of Peter Griffin saying, perhaps. So, yes, yeah, Xander, out of fucking nowhere, just randomly bought me... Once upon a time in Hollywood, the book, and I've read a, I've read a, a little bit of it, and it's really fucking good. Yay! I'm glad you I'm like really it. enjoying it. It's really good. I'm, I'm loving like the fact that um, Tarantino is now doing writing because it means that we're clearly going to get more projects from him um, post his final movie, which is going to be his next one, supposedly. Um, so he clearly he's wanting to go into a writing direction now, a novelization. So yeah, I'm I'm more than down to read anything that Tarantino like puts out, and I've somehow already got the first of his books. So you thank you very much, Lander. You're very um, welcome, my dude. You're very welcome. The other thing I'm going to recommend is a music. Um, like as as Zander will probably be aware at this point, I'm extremely excited for a new album coming out in October called. Um, it's by Ice Nine Kills, and it's going to be called 
the Silver Scream 2, Welcome to Horrorwood. And it is a, the song is Assault and Batteries. The latest song from that album is a single. And fucking hell is it fantastic. Um, they So this band primarily does like songs for horror movies. And during like in the first album, the music videos all had a story similar to the... Uh, what's it? The Something Chronicles? Youngblood Chronicles from Fallout Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has a, it does that kind of thing where it has a story within the music videos and it's telling a story of like the lead singer being a serial killer going on these tours and going to these different places performing live and killing people in these places and there being a like, sudden mystery going around it. And they're doing a sequel to it. So the first song they did was Hit To Be Scared. I, um, I've already recommended this on the podcast. That was for American Psycho. The second one they've done is for Child's Play called Assault and Batteries, and fucking hell, the design is terrifying. Like, the design of the band members as creepy dolls is terrifying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly throw it into the server for you, Xander. Because it is fucking creepy. Like, what they look like. There we go. That's a good screenshot. So yeah, like the the whole thing is they um, they do music videos and like the songs based kind of off of horror films. And one of my favorite lyrics in this song is um, "You'll never." It's the like the chorus, and it's "You'll never grow up. You won't make it past six, because this two foot tall demonic doll will make you his bitch." And to me, that is a fucking fantastic and catchy chorus. There you go, Xander. It's in general. Well then, yeah, they are fucking terrifying. I don't like that. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's really creepy. And I can't stop watching the music video. I genuinely can't stop watching it. I'm obsessed with it. I've listened it came out like on Monday this week. And I have probably listened to it every day at least three times. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so if you're into on. if you're into male music, like I very much am, go listen to Ice Nine Kills or Salt and Batteries. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to sell you a couple of movies. What, would you like to hear the serious one or the joke one? The joke one. I'm going to tell you the serious one first. No, I want to hear the joke one. So, I watched a movie starring Liam Neeson and oh, Francis no. McDormand from, oh. from uh, I think it was 1990. Oh, um, it's directed by our boy Sam Samuel Raimi. Is this Dark Man. This is a movie called Dark Man. I fucking knew it. So this is um sort of it. It's meant to be based on a comic book, but then they couldn't get the rights, so they just created the series, the the uh, the character of Dark Man themselves. Um, but it's about a a scientist who um creates who's working on like creating skin that like uh, prosthetic skin uh for people who have like facial deformities and stuff like that um and he's a doctor he's a scientist working on that and then one day these thugs break into his lab for information and they like burn him and blow up his lab and then he sort of st- he, he, he's pronounced dead but he's like they can't find the body and he sort of crawls out of the river where he where he was left where he was blown into and gets back in his lab and starts create starts carrying on his work 
and sort of slowly starts to develop like a split personality um as this as this uh person dark man starts to take over and he and he sort of figures out how, how to create this skin and then uses it to disguise himself as other people and starts trying to take find out why he was uh, why he was like attacked um it's really dark it's quite violent it feels that the, the 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 vibe of the movie is very much do you know like the vibe of the mask not yeah. like you know like the city is kind of like 1920s noir so kind of like batman 89 no like like the mask okay <laughs> it's not tim burton it's uh just like it just feels like a like a 1920s thing but it's modern day um yeah it's it's a really solid movie. Liam Neeson's really good. Um, you can tell it's Sam Raimi from certain things, like certain camera angles and stuff like that. Um, the movie's very violent. The movie, but the movie is still, it still holds a level of fun and whimsy that you expect from a Sam Raimi film. Um, yeah, I really dug it. Um, and I think David, you, me and you are big Sam Raimi fans. I think you need to watch this. Yeah, I literally scrolled past this the other day as well. I was literally yeah. watching it. Yeah. Because but... I was um like I was literally panicking about trying to get my uni work done and procrastinating. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna watch a movie instead. And I was gonna watch Dark Man, but that's when I ended up watching um Guns Akimbo. Yeah. Yeah. Well there you go. Uh, I- I'd recommend Dark Man. I'd give it a solid eight out of ten. Um and I think I think I think I think it's a good time. I think it's a good time. Um my other film I'm going to recommend. So, so on Amazon Prime, I, I I watched a few a few months ago a movie called Bad Taste. The movie is very cheap, um, and of its time, and it's I still quite liked it. It's got a charm to it. Um, and when I reckon when I watched that, um, because it's like a badly made film to today's standards, um, Amazon started recommending me some some pretty pretty weird films including one that that's title really did grab me by the cojones and say oh god please no. watch me you weird weird man and so me and a couple of friends got together and we watched a movie called Llamageddon. i've had this recommended to me on like amazon prime as well yeah um so so we watched it as a movie itself, as a, as a piece of cinema, this is like a minus five out of ten. But as a comedy, tens across the board, baby. This thing's fucking hilarious. It Honestly, I've missed... I love watching bad movies with friends and just ragging on them. And this is the perfect movie to do that with. Because the movie, it's obviously ridiculous. It's about a kill llama from outer space. So it's obviously ridiculous, but also it takes itself. It's it's sort of it's sort of in that weird space like dark places. You know how have you seen Dark Place? No. Oh my god, that reference went over your head. Fuck. So you've got to watch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place to. Uh, you've got to watch that. But basically, it's it's this rule of like that with with the room. The room is so funny. Because he's trying really hard to make it good and it's shit. Whereas if you try and make something shit and it's shit, then it's just shit. 
But if you're trying so hard to make something really good and it's shit, then it's just funny. Oh, yeah, the room. Yeah, and this, it, it's probably started off like, we're going to make this shit. We're going to make this shit thing. And then halfway through production, they were probably like, we could probably, like, make this good. And then you could tell they start trying. And that's what makes it funny. That for a moment, this movie was like, we're called Larmageddon. We're going to try. And you can tell they've tried in certain scenes. And that's what makes it hilarious. This movie is hilarious to watch. It's absolute hot garbage. It's terrible. And I love it. Go Treat yourself. Get some beers. Get pissed as a fart. And watch Larmageddon with some friends. Fair enough. It is the best time. There's also a couple of sex scenes which are horribly shot. So more like the room still. Exactly, exactly. There you go. Um, That's it. We did it. We did a podcast. We did do indeed. A, we did do indeed a, do a podcast. We did uh, indeed. Um, thank you so much um, for listening, everyone. If you um. If you if you like the show, head on um, go go to Apple and Spotify and Amazon and leave us like a rating and a and a review. Uh, it really does mean a lot. Actually, last week we were in the charts, so thank you so much to everyone that was listening, especially to the people in New Zealand, which was where we were charting. So big up to all our all Why, our New Zealand fans. How did New Zealand people really like us somehow? Yeah, I don't know, man. We just fucking we rocked it last week. Um. So and they really liked it's the little things. Yeah, they did. They did. They or, just they just somehow liked your really shit pitch. They just liked Will. We just need to have Will yeah. on more. And we'll be top of the charts in New Zealand in no time. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere else will hate us, but New Zealand. Oof. New Zealand will love us. New Zealand. You've got will our love backs. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that actually does help a lot. Um, and also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram where you can see clips from the show with fantastic posters made by our very own member of the team, Joe Cook, um, who he does amazing things for us. So a uh, big, big shout out to Joe as always. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. David, thank you so much for being here as always. Yeah, well, thank you for not letting me watch fucking Free Guy like I wanted to. You're very welcome, honey. Uh, not bitter at all, I can see. Oh, yeah, definitely not, mate. <laughs> All love and fairness and peace of love and plants. Fuck yeah. Right, we will see you next week. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week. We, we need to have a discussion this week um, and plan out a lot of episodes. So we yeah, will be yeah. here next week for whatever we have next week. But we will be here. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Xander Langwiston. You've been amazing. Thank you and good night. Bye. Why did you do a, like, a rum burgundy sign-off then? You stay classy, San Diego. You stay classy, Philbian subscribers. Go, go fuck yourself, San Diego. Fuck yourself, Philbian listeners. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Bye. Bye.